Welcome to the Weave Your Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer and business coach helping you to live in your purpose. And that is what this podcast is all about. So let's jump right in to the conversation. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this solo cast with me. I wanted to share a little bit with you about the astrology that's been going on and how it may be impacting you. I'm sure it's been impacting you because it really is the story of the last year and a half. And what I'm talking about is called the Grand Conjunction. You may have heard about this. A lot of people are talking about it in various astrology circles. This is the coming together of Jupiter and Saturn in Capricorn. And there's debate, of course, based on which zodiac you're using and which Ayanamsha or spacing. The Ayanamsha is the space between the vernal equinox point and where the stars are located in the sky now as we see them from Earth. There's a precession of about a degree every 72 years. So this makes a difference depending on who you talk to. And of course, I use Vedic astrology or Indian astrology, and I use the Lahiri Ayanamsha. So it's about 24 degrees. We're just going to round up. So according to thinkers over time, when these two slowest of the visible planets come together, we have the responsibility that Saturn brings, the harshness because he's a malefic planet. We have the dryness, the humorlessness of getting down to business. (laughs) We also have the expansion of Jupiter, the expansion of consciousness, the seeking out of new ways forward. And when these two cross in the sky, which is called the Grand Conjunction, it brings about a new era of thought and a certain kind of up-leveling is required. And if you go back in and look at different times in the world when this happened, you can see that a lot of major things shifted. So if we go back to 1980 to 1960-61, you know, there was a big revolution that happened at that point. And you might argue that we went backwards in in 1980 in certain ways um, back into more of a hedonistic culture. Whereas 60s were pushing us towards opening our minds. Now, I want to point out that the grand conjunction that happened around 1960-61 was the same one that just started last year on March 2020. So where were you on March 2020? If you were like me, you were likely facing a lockdown. A strange virus had come into all of our consciousness and was literally infecting the way that we were living in our reality. It completely shut down economies across the world. It shut down travel. It forced us to stay indoors and think, literally stopped us in our tracks like nothing has ever done before. So that moment when we had Jupiter joining Saturn in Capricorn which by the way, Saturn owns Capricorn. It's very strong there. And Jupiter is debilitated in Capricorn, meaning he's not able to fully express his wisdom, his grace. He feels constricted. 
It's not a good placement in general. However, because Saturn is so strong, he can help lift up the Jupiter, but it has to be through the lens of responsibility and getting uncomfortable. So I would argue that we got really uncomfortable at that point. I just want to say, you know, this brought a lot of stuff to the surface, right? We saw the Black Lives Matter movement and also protests across the world. I had, you know, friends in Eastern Europe and other places who were telling me that there were also protests going on there. Um, at the time of the Grand Conjunction, we were also in something called Kala Sarpa Yoga. Kala Sarpa is a formation in the sky where we have the nodes and we have all the planets on one side of the nodes. And this is generally destabilizing. It causes things to change really quickly. So moving forward in time, we had Jupiter retrograde out into Sagittarius on June 30th, 2020. And that brought a little bit of relief. We were thinking, oh, things may be moving in a better direction. COVID cases were going down. There was more ease in the world. Even though there were still people in the streets, there was still concern. People were starting to see things in a new way. And I don't think we're ever going to move backwards from there. What happened was there were people who could see for the first time the inequalities in our society, for example, and weren't going to stand for it anymore. And then there were the people who were benefiting from their privilege in that situation who were reacting and trying to pull things back into the status quo. And so this is like the higher arching theme of what I want to explain about this time. This is a revolutionary period where humanity is attempting to upgrade more so than we ever have before. We have access to so much knowledge, so many lineage of, of wisdom that people can tap into even just living in a rural area. They have the internet and can connect with teachers online like never before. So there's this attempt and there's this opportunity for us to make a major leap forward. So Jupiter going back into Sagittarius in June is a wonderful placement for Jupiter. It's its own sign. It feels very comfortable there expressing itself, wisdom, grace. Jupiter moved back into Capricorn on November 20th, 2020. And this is when things really started to heat up. I've heard a lot of this on the personal level, but we saw it in the United States. Maybe you felt it in your world. We moved into a period of major destabilization, including the actual conjunction of these two planets. They moved into a planetary war, which means they were within a degree of each other on December 12th, 2020. And when two planets are in a war in Vedic astrology, they're trying to overtake each other in influence in the sky. It's not a good time for either planet, but there is always a winner and there's a loser. This damages both planets ultimately, though, which is really telling, I think. So then we had an eclipse on December 14th. This was a new moon. It was a destabilizing eclipse. It was, you know, part of a dual eclipses that were happening at that time. There's a lot being kind of channeled in through those eclipses. The energy of those eclipses is to pull things to the surface that we haven't wanted to look at and get even deeper into our process and clear things that are blocking us from having this up level. So there was a lot of discomfort and we had a lot of periods of Kala Sarpa Yoga. If you've been in my Patreon, 
you have known this. <laughs> You've been hearing me harp on about it. And luckily, we've been out of it now for a little while. But then the war ended right at the end of 2020. That was uh, December 30th. Jupiter then continues to move at a pace, at a clip, and ends up in Aquarius in April, April 6th of 2021. We've been in this period of Jupiter being in Aquarius, which is, is much more easeful for Jupiter moving out of that close connection with Saturn in Capricorn where he's debilitated. He's now got some space, right? But he's then gone retrograde. <laughs> and the bad news is that on September 14th, which is literally this week, we are moving back into Saturn and Jupiter being together in Capricorn. Now, I'm not doing this podcast to freak you out or scare you. The highlight here is that something is underway. There is an invitation right now for you to step into your purpose, to really give your gifts, to shed whatever layers are blocking you, whatever limiting beliefs, whatever fears, anything that's making you unavailable to truly open to the possibility of your becoming. Because you came here for a reason. You have karmas to fulfill. And some of those karmas are to take action. Literally, karma means action. To take action to help expand, help connect, help build whatever it is that we are moving into. And so how can you become more of a hollow bone, as they say in the Native American tradition, and open yourself to be a channel for the divine? And like I said in my recent New Moon Circle... Literally, if you help one person in this lifetime, if you literally just by showing up as your best self, you help one person, that is a meaningful contribution. You don't have to do anything massive. And I invite you to dream big. And this is why I love entrepreneurship. It allows us to dream big. And I really think that it is a solution. It is a path to really help people change the system that's not working by creating more wealth in the hands of people who can do stuff with it that are not being stifled. So this is part of a larger span of things going on. So I just want to contextualize that Jupiter will be moving back into Aquarius on November 20th. 2021. So we've got this two months that may be uncomfortable, that may require us to get more responsible. Maybe you need to make a budget. Maybe you need to make a plan. You know, Mercury and, and Venus are also supporting you in that. So take that step. Use this time to really get focused, get energized. By the way, wherever Capricorn falls in your chart, so whatever house it's in, the themes of that house have been where this revolution is happening for you. If it's the fourth house, for example, it's like feelings of safety, feelings of home, feelings of being vital, having your vitality, having sweetness and, and your relationship to your mother and your ancestors, ritual, all those things may be coming to a head. Uh, so I could go around the whole chart, but I'm not going to do that. If you look up house meanings uh, and, and start to explore that. I also am going to put together a house course at some point because somebody people keep asking me for it. So look out for that as well and make sure you're on my newsletter. 
Jupiter also moves into Pisces next April. And this is important because this feels to me the beginning of the end of the cycle. Truly, the end is when Saturn moves into Aquarius, April 29th, 2022. However, he will retrograde. So I'm going to put a pin in that and we're going to come back and discuss it then. However, we're in this bigger cycle of of up-leveling and it's kind of a moment of do or die. We need to be in it to win it, to allow ourselves to clear out the negative tendencies within us that are blocking us from being our full selves, from stepping into the change that involves supporting and lifting up everyone. The old paradigm is dying where some people get to succeed and step on the backs of other people in order to get there, that's dead. And so we're feeling the fallout of that. And we're collectively shedding and trying to create something anew at the same time. So I don't want to leave you on that note. (laughs) But it is an exciting time as well. There's a lot of possibility. So how can you find joy? How can you literally take what you need to rest to take care of yourself, to give yourself all the love you need right now, all the support, connect with people who really see you. And let's build that world together. I'm super excited about what we can do. So thank you for listening. And I hope that this brings a little bit of insight to you. Please share it with anyone who you think would benefit. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Weave Your Bliss podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a comment for us. I want to thank the team at Team Podcast who helped get this podcast out to you. And also to thank the musicians who were the creators of this beautiful music we're listening to now. It comes from an album, Fragments of a Season, by Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Cantulodesma. So check it out wherever you get your music. Have a wonderful day and we will connect soon on a future episode.